0: Hey everyone and welcome to today's episode of Lunch Therapy. I'm your host, unlicensed lunch therapist Adam Roberts. My guest today is truly one of the funniest people you will ever see. It's not an exaggeration to call them a comedic genius. Cola Scola is a performer, a comedian, actor. Uh, I've seen Cole live several times and Cole has always been just brought the house down. And if you've never seen Cole live, you can see Cole and Cooking at Home with Amy Sedaris, where they play Amy's neighbor, Chassie, or most recently, Search Party Season 3, where Cole plays the villain. In today's session, Cole talks to us about their relationship to cooking.
1: I don't like to cook because I don't like to clean.
0: Having to put on a jacket at a fancy restaurant.
1: It's so like 90s to be like, oh, we'll provide a jacket for you
0: and their hatred for
1: fish. I remember there was a fish course and I I stuck it in
0: my mouth and swallowed it like a pill. So without further ado, here is my lunch therapy session with Cole Escola. Alright, well Cole, thanks so much for doing lunch therapy. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been a while. I feel like the last time I saw you was here in my apartment at my Lotka party many years ago. V- very crowded, couldn't do that today. Yeah, no, I had to do that nowadays. We have a small apartment and I made 300 latkes and we invited like 120 people and it was insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I mean, it it was funny. I think I did two, And the first one, I didn't put as many onions in the latkes. And the second one, I put a ton of onions in the latkes. And when I heated them up as people were arriving, I had tears streaming down my face. And Mm -hmm. it was like a a smoke bomb went off in here because it was so oniony and pungent.
1: What um, made you decide to put more onions in?
0: I just thought it would make it more rustic and a little bit more exciting. But next time I'll use less onions. Um, Okay. Yeah. So, Cole, I feel like um, since I've known you, like I've known you a while, but weirdly, like we we, we became friends like 15 years ago when you and Jeffrey were doing a web series and Mm -hmm. I was doing a Food Network web show. and Right. You, you would come over and I would make you carrot cake and stuff. And, yeah. And now life has I mean you're you're everywhere. I put anything on you. You're on TV, you're on search party, you're on Z Way, you're doing so many things. What how did this all happen? I
1: don't know. I and I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I uh yeah. I look, I've been blessed with a, <laughs> a career full of um bit parts.
0: <laughs> well, you're beloved. I mean, everyone. I feel like you're one of the most like well liked comedians out there. I mean, people hear your name like, oh my god, Cole's in this. That's um exact. That's all
1: I want is just for people <laughs> to like me. So oh good um yeah that's um, okay. all that matters.
0: Let's um let's talk about the subject at hand today, which is food, because yes. people know you as a performer, but they don't necessarily know your relationship be, food. as a
1: person who eats.
0: Yeah, yes, exactly. And so, yeah. you know, we're going to get into your lunch therapy in about seven minutes. So you have some time to stall. But before we get to <sighs> that, okay. um, are you since I've known you, have you become more interested in cooking and food? Or is it something that is not that important to you?
1: I well, I'm I'm vegan. I think that's new since the last time. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, maybe I was at your latka party, but I, I didn't let it be known. Right.
0: Um, yeah. You kept that very well. Hidden. I kept
1: it. But a lot
0: because are vegan. No, there's egg. Isn't yeah, there is what? egg. Yeah, there's egg. Okay, egg. okay. Egg binds it. So maybe yes. you bro- broke your veganism without knowing it. Maybe I didn't have them. I'm sure you had one. How could you not? Maybe I didn't. Oh,
1: okay. Maybe I didn't. Well, but well, maybe then
0: I-, I wasn't vegan. Then. I-, I don't remember. I don't Who know. Knows? It's more hurtful that you didn't or that you did have one and you don't even remember how good it was. Right,
1: right, right. I think the truth is I, I probably didn't have one. I think I maybe ate some, um, Oreos or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. We'll process yeah. that later on, but, um, great. Well, I think that's
1: something for you to process.
0: Probably. Yeah. I have my own lunch more, therapist. More so me. Yeah. yeah okay. I'll, I'll talk to them later. Um, yeah. so cooking, do you cook a lot?
1: No, I don't like to cook because I don't like to clean. Mm. Um, And that is, um, you know, I think David Sedaris writes about like how his husband Hugh will like set the table and like light a candle for himself if he's eating alone, whereas David will use his finger if it means saving (laughs) himself from washing, you know, one fork or something. And I'm um, the same way. I don't want to, you know, maybe a one pot thing, but um, Mm -hmm. no, no cooking.
0: Well, it's so funny because we have a mutual love for musicals and mm-hmm. the reason that I like doing dishes in, in my home, it's like my one opportunity to blast a musical because mm-hmm. Craig, my partner, is not as into musicals as I am and he's very controlling about music. So he'll often play, you know, 80s synth pop in the house and things like that. Yeah. And, I'm, and I tolerate it. But if I put on follies or I put on anything, you know, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Fiddler on the Roof, he'd be like, why are sure. you playing this? So. If I do the dishes, then I get to blast it. So therefore, like, dishes are, like, a very positive, like, moment in my life. But you don't... You couldn't just put headphones on and listen to them? I just don't find you myself... You like music
1: on without headphones. I love to wear my headphones all day. Oh. Um, yeah, you're yeah. wearing them right
0: now. People who I'm wearing see them right you. now. Yeah, wow. And I... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think for me like listening to a musical. Cause like during the day I'm writing, I'm doing other work and other things yeah. and musicals can be like, they can take you in in a way that like might be distracting from the other work I'm doing. Whereas mm-hmm. doing, do, doing dishes, I can give myself over to a musical and like really get absorbed in the story and get caught up. Yeah. In it.
1: It, it, when I do dishes, I do have to have something, whether, um, usually a podcast or, mm-hmm. or something or, um, I like to talk on the phone and I love to talk on the phone while I'm doing chores. Um, But dishes is hard because it's a little noisy. And I think the other party gets annoyed Mm -hmm. or I've been
0: told that it's annoying by uh, when you you play the music while you're doing dishes. You mean?
1: No, 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 to uh, that. um, I'm talking on the phone and I'm washing dishes and they're like, what is all that? banging around in that gotcha. water
0: my brain, yeah. brain wandered for a second because I have a theory I'm working out that the most successful people that I know really like talking on the phone really yes that's true wow. like I have I, I mean you're one of them and I have other friends <laughs> like my friend Ryan O'Connell I have a I have different friends who just are constantly on the phone yeah. and, and I hate talking on the phone and I feel like I would be much more successful if I talked on the phone more I think <laughs> like, um is there's no one in your life that you
1: talk to on the phone?
0: No, I hate it. I think one of the rudest things somebody could do to me is like call me on the phone.
1: I know, that's such a, that's, I mean, a very popular um, point of view. I mean, you know, um, especially with younger people too. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: well, I mean, I'm very young. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know of that. course, of but, course. Um,
1: like, yeah. and cold calls, you know, uh, you know, people act, I, I think it's now um, like, considered bad manners if you don't text first to say can you talk but i i hate a text that says can you talk Mm -hmm. because then that just sound makes it so heavy it's like Mm -hmm. are you sitting down you know what i mean like (laughs) like, just call leave a message yeah i I actually don't leave a message because i don't listen to voicemail but i read the voicemail um transcription oh wow and then it's fun to see because it's so bad at um you know, talk to text. Mm -hmm. So many words are wrong. And it's fun to sort of decipher, like, what were they calling about?
0: (laughs) It feels like the the plot of a romantic comedy, like somebody misreads the text and it ends up going on a date with the wrong person.
1: I just watched You've Got Mail for the first
0: time. Oh, And I didn't realize it's a bad movie. Yeah, it's really bad. It's so funny because I just watched on Broadway HD, um, She Loves Me. Yeah, which is the same plot. I mean, it's based yeah. on the shop around the corner. And I feel like the yes. shop around the corner is so much better. It makes more sense, because they work in the same place. and yeah. it's like they, they know each other, but don't know each other. And you've got mail, they're like not really in each other's lives. And it's kind of sentimental. It,
1: it was, it, I, I was surprised. I you know, I guess I have this um, nostalgia for 90s rom-coms that I think, like, ah, oh, that was a different era. Like, things were just great then. Mm-hmm. But um, in reality, no, it's just we didn't have more choices. And so it was like, this is the rom-com this year. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Although that has one of my favorite food moments in a movie. I think when he takes the caviar. Let me, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The, 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 the That's a garnish. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah.
0: I think it's very good in terms of defining his character that like yes he at a party will take all the good stuff for himself which I thought was pretty a good way to reveal character through food absolutely wow you should write a book about that well actually it's it's the premise of this podcast which we're about to get to now because we're going to reveal your character through food by asking you but
1: I mean like you um, you, there's there is a book like food in in the in the movies and um you know what it reveals from a writing perspective, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, look that you write it. I'll just thank me in the, in the forward.
0: <laughs> no, I love that. Um, like eat yeah. your words or something. It was like the name <laughs> of the book. Or yeah. Uh, okay, cool. We got to get to it now. It's, you know, we're ready for the moment. So yeah. what did you have for lunch today?
1: I just had a smoothie and, um, I don't even know if you can call it a salad. It was just lettuce.
0: Okay. And by the yeah. way, I, I'm a, I'm a neutral party as a lunch therapist. I, there's no judgment, Okay, um, but what I try to do in these sessions is to hear beneath the language, like to look under the hood of your lunch mm. and see what you mm-hmm. revealed. And already um, in your depiction of your lunch, there was something almost dismissive and like, like sort of half-hearted or almost apologetic about yeah. your description of your lunch. And I'm curious about yeah. that. Can you tell
1: me more Well, I, I just would never frame it as a lunch. Mm-hmm. It's just something I ate at 2.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And is that how you mostly view food in your life? Is it something that you just kind no, of grab? Um not
1: dinner. Dinner is like the dinner is the only meal as far as I'm concerned.
0: Mhm. Oh, so I should do yeah. another podcast for dinner yeah. therapy. Okay. Well, next yeah. t- next time around. But um what was in your smoothie?
1: It was um Three scoops of vegan vanilla protein powder. Wow. Um yeah. Um coconut water, um wheatgrass powder, elderberry powder, some mushroom powder, um maca powder, maca root powder, um, uh some mixed greens, um ginger um a little bit of orange juice iced
0: and that's it so there were a lot of powders in your smoothie did you make the yes. smoothie yourself or did you go somewhere yes, i get made i
1: made the smoothie yes
0: um so i have a vitamix oh wow that's nice mm-hmm. You're, wow you really yeah. are on top it's all because you talk on the phone with people yeah, yeah. um Uh, did these powders like? I feel like there's a lot of thought probably or like calculation about what these powders do for you and why you're imbibing them. And I'm curious, yeah, if you can explain a little bit about each powder and why you're drinking it.
1: Yeah, um, it's sort of, um, based on like sentences I will sort of half read online. Um, or or just words taken from article headlines, like, mm-hmm. um, I know that um, you know, mushrooms are supposed to be good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're having a big moment right now. <laughs> um, adaptogens. Um I also I have acid reflux. And so yeah. yeah, yeah. So and I I take um or I until a few days ago, I was taking a proton pump inhibitor.
0: Wow. PPI, okay. you know. Yeah, I was on Prilosec. That. Prilosec, yeah. I was on that. But you can't be on that for a very long time.
1: Yeah, and also um they recalled Zantac because it was like giving people cancer. Yeah. Um so I I'm really about like um gut health right now.
0: Well, you know it cured my acid reflux, reflux which is what? relevant to this podcast, Lexapro. Really? Yeah, I went on Lexapro for anxiety and yeah. And it didn't seem completely related, but I, you know i have, I have a lot of anxiety and it anxiety
1: completely- absolutely like it's not just um it's not fake science like if I'm feeling anxious or stressed, i yeah, my acid mm-hmm. reflux like I feel it in my throat, and if I just take a few deep breaths, then mm-hmm. I feel it even relieve, maybe just a little bit, but still that yeah, helps. I mean, I think yeah.
0: it speaks to the because people think of um antidepressants or anti-anxiety pills is sort of, you know, like, I mean, people who are not open to the idea of mental wellness can be judgmental about it. But to me, like that linkage between like my body, body health and my mental Mm -hmm. health was so clear with acid reflux. It was like, wow, that completely went away. And I feel physically better. Um, so I'm just saying you should put some Lexapro in your smoothie. I will. Okay. some lexapro powder. Yeah. Um, so okay. so uh, now you had three scoops of vanilla protein powder. So is that yeah. for fitness? Or are you trying to build muscle? It's fitness. And I
1: just don't want to be hungry. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just uh, like until dinner, I don't want to think about food. I don't want to. It's just something that's in my way. So I, as much as I can put like in my body to keep me not hungry until, um, dinner Mm -hmm. then. Yeah.
0: And so when you're working or you're acting and things, is that true too? I mean, do you, are you just trying to get through the day, uh, by like just putting in your body, whatever you can to get through the job or do you differently when when you're on set? Um, I I mean, I just, I can't make a smoothie on set,
1: but I, (laughs) I, but I will order one, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah.
0: And is, it, is the smoothie, like 2 o'clock, was that the first meal you had today or the first food that you had today?
1: I had a protein bar this morning at, like, 9.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of protein. There's a lot of protein bars, yeah. powders. And, and, yeah. and not to really belabor the subject, but um, what were the other powders? Mushrooms, protein, and then some other stuff in there?
1: Maca root, which is, like, um, for... Uh, like muscle Mm -hmm. muscle I don't know um (laughs) health okay um and also like uh testosterone Mm -hmm. um what else oh elderberry extract what does that do that is is like um antioxidants I don't Mm -hmm. know um, wow. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm almost getting the image of like a witch at a cauldron, except your cauldron yeah. is uh, your blend, your Vitamix. And like, yeah. you're, you're just like stirring like toil, toil, yes. trouble, yeah. and boil, whatever that is. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm like, sure
1: that what, you know, like I I'm sure none of it actually is, is doing the things that I'm hoping that they will do, but it feels nice to try, you know?
0: Well, it's funny because I struggle here living in LA with, you know, in terms of like eating whatever I want to, and then being mm-hmm. out in the world where people are like getting, you know, all kinds of work done and doing all kinds of body stuff. Yeah. And, you know, and so I, I often, you know, consider like, what if I did just that? Like, what if I, and actually when I'm trying to be healthy, I go to the gym mm-hmm. and I get a I get a smoothie for lunch. So again, no judgment on the fact that you've had a smoothie for lunch, but yeah. mine, mine is too delicious. Like the, what I get at the gym is like blueberries, hemp mm-hmm. milk, almond sure. Almond paste or almond butter, butter? almond butter. Yeah. yeah, not almond paste. That would be really good though. Uh, mm-hmm. And ice. So it's just like, you know, a little bit sweeter. Like PB&J. Yeah. yeah. That's what it tastes like. Yeah. So with these dinners, now, we usually I end the podcast by asking about dinner, but we'll go into it now because it sounds okay. like dinner is what you're really like driving towards food wise. So tell me about yeah. your dinners. Like what is a cola scola dinner? Well, I will sometimes cook
1: there there's a point in the day where it's like I'm too hungry to cook so I will order and sometimes I I push myself past that point on purpose Mm -hmm. um so that I can order Mm. um even though no one's stopping me except for me (laughs) um but if I cook it's just gonna be um quinoa and lentils and um some sauce from a jar, mm-hmm. um, you know, like anything, um, curry, um, pasta sauce, salsa. Mm-hmm. I've been known to, you know, put salsa and some quinoa and lentils. Um,
0: yeah. So I'm getting a real sense in all of this that there's a focus on health and yeah. wellness. And I'm curious yeah. if that, that has that always been true of you, or is that a more recent development? um it's
1: uh I don't know I guess I guess it's always been true I guess I've always even when I was a kid I was um you know I loved Oprah um any (laughs) anything she was peddling I I bought into um yeah and it's it's all fear-based you know like Uh I remember on Oprah she did this um episode I think it was Oprah about like uh like what can be on the top of your like can of soda like if you don't clean it (laughs) and so now anytime I I have a can of soda I you know I wash that top really
0: yeah all because of Oprah
1: all because of Oprah
0: so are you a hypochondriac in general I mean do you have a fear of disease um Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So but, how is,
0: Yeah. Oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't make any, it, it, it's not logical. Like if I'm just not in the mood to care, then I'll decide like, it's not a threat.
0: Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. So it's just like you're whimsical about your hypochondria.
1: Yeah. It, it's about whatever state, mental state I'm in.
0: Mm-hmm. So it, it yeah. was the pandemic particularly hard for you. Did you feel particularly exposed or nervous about what was going to happen?
1: I felt like um I was very diligent in the beginning, you know, like mm-hmm. um sanitizing every grocery item um mm. that I brought in, you know. Um and, and in that way like it was um a fun um activity. You know, it was something something to focus on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, maybe you could still do it. You can sanitize grocery items. I guess they yeah. really could. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it's funny that, cause like, I'm thinking about this aspect of your personality compared to like your public persona. Cause mm-hmm. I think of images of you like covered in like chocolate or just like being gross sure. and dirty. And so do you feel like those two instincts are at war within yourself or you think that it's just, that's just part of the fun of the performance is that you get to play with this other side of yourself.
1: um, I've, I guess I've never thought about it. Like, uh, yeah, I, it really makes no sense (laughs) what I'm um, concerned about and what I'm not concerned about. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I order food, I don't care what's in it. Like Uh uh, there's no rhyme or reason to like, what I, you know, I don't ask, I don't look to make sure like, Oh, is this non GMO organic? But if I'm buying something from the grocery store, then I'm, I'm looking for that stuff. I see. So, so it you, makes no sense.
0: So you have scruples, but sometimes like, or you have like your own rules for yourself. but then sometimes the rules just go out the window, depending on your mood. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm curious, like in all this, like I don't get a sense yet of like, what do you love to eat? Like what gets you excited to eat? Nachos. Okay. Um,
1: That's a good one. That's really, I, if, if I had to eat, I think most days what I, what I want is nachos.
0: Really? And do you have like yeah. a fav, favorite nacho spot in New York City? Like, do you go out for nachos?
1: I usually order from um, this vegan Mexican place here called Ha Ha Ha. <laughs> um, and their nachos are good they're not great but they're very good. Well, my vegan, favorite nachos yeah. are are my the, the vegan nachos that my friend Amanda Duarte makes. Uh, um but it's been a while since we've had them.
0: So vegan nachos I'm just trying to imagine you don't have cheese a traditional cheese but you would have like right. what, like cashew cheese or some other kind of Yeah.
1: Yeah, like cashew crema. Um and Amanda Duarte makes really good cashew crema and um like a lentil walnut taco meat. Wow. Um.
0: Yeah. So how yeah. old? How old were you, or how long ago I should say, were you when you became vegan? Um, I guess maybe it's five years, five or six years now. Yeah. And what What was the driving force behind it?
1: Um, I got a Vitamix, and <laughs> wow. then it all comes back yeah. to the Vitamix. Okay. It all comes back. To, I I got a Vitamix, and then I I was only really eating smoothies because I was excited to have it. (laughs) Um, Not just smoothies, like um, uh, vegan ice cream with, you know, just frozen bananas and some vanilla extract or um, soups. Um, Yeah. And I never have liked cooking meat. So I, I just sort of slowly became vegan and then made the decision to stick with it.
0: Well, based on what you said so far, I can't tell if your decision is now was based on like principles about meat or more just because you felt lazy about food and <laughs> you just wanted to have a one tool a to both. throw everything into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a little of both. And also I um uh but but I was gonna say, um I, I go off of it when I travel like oh, good across like not uh, my my rule is like if I go outside of the country, then, you know, I, then I'm, then I eat vegetarian.
0: That that resonates for me because I think part of the reason I never became vegan or vegetarian is that I really love going out for cuisines that I've never experienced before. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to be able to have to like limit myself to just vegetables and vegan food. Um, I don't
1: like, um, I still don't like meat. So I don't eat that. Like I went to Europe for the first time a few years ago, when I was vegan and, um, I was like, I'll eat everything and meat still meat just grossed me out. So Mm. now I I just eat vegetarian.
0: And what about poultry or fish?
1: No. Oh, I, I hate seafood. I've always hated seafood, Mm. anything from the ocean. All it all smells and tastes the same to me.
0: Wow. So now you, you grew up in, in Oregon, Oregon. Yeah. And so did you rep up near the water or was it yeah, very
1: near the water? And, and, um, yeah, I think I was maybe four when I said no more fish.
0: Uh-huh. So yeah. it was just omnipresent there. And it was just,
1: yeah, I was just sick of it. I was like, this tastes the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I just watched the top chef episode because they're doing Portland this year and yeah. they were doing restaurant wars. And one of the restaurants was doing, um, all fish all fish menu because they were in Ugh. Oregon, yeah, you would not have liked that disgusting
1: <laughs> I went to a like a, a fancy like um you know tasting menu place um, um, a, the modern oh yeah yeah,
0: and I in went to MoMA
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and i um I was like my my roommate's best friend was going, and i someone canceled last minute. And so she invited me, but it was like for their birthday. So they were paying. So I was like, sure, absolutely. And it was embarrassing because I didn't have a jacket. And so they had to like, (laughs) give me one, you know what I mean? That's hilarious. That's so old um,
0: fashioned. Give me a break. I know.
1: It's so like nineties to be like, Oh, we'll provide a jacket for you. (laughs) Yeah. ridiculous. Um, But I remember there was a fish course and I, I stuck it in my mouth and swallowed it like a pill. Really? Yeah. And did you get sick I don't rem- afterwards? No, I, it was so small, you know, yeah. those kind of like tiny, tiny little, it was like a, fi- a cube of some sort of fish. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, that was the last time I ate seafood.
0: Now, do you think your distaste for seafood is psychological, like in terms of like the associations that What isn't? Have? Yeah, that's true. But it's funny because yeah. I, I have friends like who like like my friend Jonathan hates mushrooms. He's like, Oh, I hate mushrooms. I hate them. Yeah. But, but he's a vegan or he's a vegetarian. Yeah. So whenever I cook for him, I'm kind of annoyed. I'm like, come on, like mushrooms are a major category for a vegetarian. Well, it's- he
1: uh eat like um if it's like pureed, is it like the taste or is it's it just like, the, he's like, like the... I don't
0: eat mushrooms. It's just like, I don't eat them. And I kind of want to like help help him get over that for my sake, because I cook for him all the time. Right. And it's just like, I can make like mushroom bolognese. I can make mushroom, like yeah. chicken fried steak. And I, mean, I could just do a lot with mushrooms. So yeah. with you, it's like, I don't think it's as important because- it's easy not to make you seafood, but I'm yeah. just curious when you think about your dislike of seafood, does, do you have associations like beyond just the idea that it tastes bad? Like, does it, did you go on a fishing trip once and heave over the side of the boat? Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I hate my
1: father and he was a fisherman. I mean,
0: this, this is lunch therapy. This is, the, this yeah, is what sure, we sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. like,
1: I, I don't know. I've but now I've I since I've decided I hate it, it's just there's no turning turning back
0: for me. Well, not to push too much on it, but you hated your father. He was a fisherman. (laughs) Yeah. So did it annoy him that you didn't eat fish? I think that was
1: the not the top of the list of the things that I did that annoyed him.
0: Not the the parts of me that yeah. 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 But you have one one has to think that there's a real connection probably. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So if I was yeah. your real lunch therapist, I would slowly feed you um, fish while you were in a bib and uh-huh. in a high chair and we would work yeah. through this. Okay. Is
1: that okay?
0: Yeah. That's lunch therapy. That's, that's what how, you
1: learned in,
0: in school. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay, how I, okay. I was trained through that method. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So with, uh, are there other foods that you dislike as much as fish? Broccoli stems. <laughs> that's so specific.
1: I hate this. I love I-, I love broccoli. Like I love the I will cut the um what are they florets? The yeah, the I mean, the
0: yeah, the bushy part.
1: The bushy part. I'll cut that off and-, and cut as much of the stem off as possible.
0: Okay. Really? And why do you think yeah. you hate the stems so much?
1: They're they just taste like watery and, and rubbery. It's just like the the lack of taste is disgusting mm. to me. I feel the same way about um Cauliflower,
0: really? All cauliflower. It- yeah. what, what if it's roasted? What if it's deep fried? Roasted
1: is fine. Deep fried is fine. But you know, like steamed. Yeah, that's bad. Ugh, that's yeah. bad. It's just like, ugh. yeah, yeah. But
0: the wateriness of it all. Like Craig likes bok choy because of its wateriness. Do you like bok? I choy? I like
1: bok choy because it's like bitter, and oh. I like that that it has like a taste, and it's it's you know mm-hmm. watery. But I don't. And, and like, um, I love watercress, you know? Oh yeah. You see, like you that's like a bitter fun texture. Yeah, yeah. But bitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bitter. Yeah. But I don't, but the, but broccoli stems, there's mm. something it's like, it's like eating, um, wet wood or something.
0: <laughs> I mean, how often are you in a situation where you're served broccoli stems?
1: Well, I, I just don't like, I won't even eat the stems. Like I'll, I'll cut the, the florets off the broccoli Oh wow! And, and leave the stems behind. Yeah. Huh.
0: This sounds yeah. also very significant. I somehow. mean, if
1: I'm too, if I don't, um, if I don't know the person who's serving or making the food or the people that I'm eating with, I just won't touch the broccoli at all because I don't want to be like, you know, hmm. I'll just say I don't like broccoli, but the well, truth is I like broccoli florets. I, <laughs> yeah. I just don't like the stems.
0: Well, now we're getting to some other part of your psychology, which is the putting the fish in your mouth and swallowing the whole thing quickly and like, pretending you don't like broccoli. So like in terms of pleasing other people and not wanting to disappoint anyone, is that, has that always been true of you? Yes, of course. Yeah. It's a part of being a performer, like that you want to make your audience happy. Yeah.
1: Being gay, being a performer. Yeah.
0: But your performing is also like, it does both. Like you please an audience, but you also challenge an audience. I mean... You'll do do, you will, of course. I mean, that's what makes uh-huh. it so funny. I mean, you'll, you'll do things that are shocking, you'll do things that are, might be slightly disturbing. So mm-hmm. it seems like you're almost playing with the audience's expectations of being um, soothed. Or maybe I'm wrong. Yeah,
1: sure. No, 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 that, that makes sense. It's like, um, yeah, that's the only time where I get to be or, or I feel um, comfortable being antagonistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like, I mean, I know that you work with Amy Sedaris on her show. Yeah. She sort of has that same vibe where it's like she she makes you she's like sweet and bubbly and fun. But yeah. then it's really there's something really dark there and really like. Oh, yeah. Twisting the knife, too. you know yeah. So.
1: yeah. One time in the writer's room, I had a big bowl of popcorn on my lap and she got up and she just flipped it <laughs> all over me. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> like, completely out of nowhere. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, one of the funniest things that I still think about well I have to ask
0: just as a fan person of both you and Amy how did you both meet and how did that relationship start
1: we met um on um difficult people she was on an episode she officiated or she played a a character that officiated my character's wedding and Mm -hmm. um and then we did a podcast called crybabies together like it was a live sort of podcast. So, um, you know, we hung out for a, a bit in the green room and then, um, she and Paul Danello wrote this part for me on her show mm-hmm. and then, yeah. And then I was on the first season and then I, I joined the writer's room in the second and third season.
0: That's so fun. I mean, that's a yeah. t- tangent from your therapy session, but I had to ask about that. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, th- and I have mean, you- she's a hero. Yeah. yeah. I remember when she used to sell cupcakes at Joe the <laughs> coffee shop on Waverly. And yeah. it was still when it was just like 15 or 20 years ago when I lived in New York where like she was still fringe enough that she would come in every day. I mean, it was just like she wasn't yeah. a major celebrity and I think at that time. So, she would just come in with these weird cupcakes with like ballerinas on the top and yeah. she, she would yeah. just put them in the case there. But have you ever been over her place for dinner?
1: Um not for dinner. She doesn't really like to um she talks about this like she doesn't like to enter like after she, the books came out she sort of stopped entertaining because right. you know then people were expecting her to yeah um but um i've been to her place for like a few little parties where she'll have you know snacks mm-hmm. and things um but no um no she's never cooked me <laughs> a, like a vegan meal before
0: i was just curious um, i think she
1: would hate that really because it yeah. was vegan Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, and now, and which makes me wish that she would.
0: (laughs) Maybe she will. Maybe she'll be listening to this and she'll she'll know to do it. Um, so back, back to you though. And, um, the, I want to go back to the health of it all, because Mm -hmm. I want to hear a little bit more about the food that you ate in your childhood growing up. Like, did you eat were you eating that kind of food as a kid too? And what kind of food was your family eating?
1: No, it was like, you know, Hot Pockets and rice aroni roni and right. um, yeah, Top Ramen. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom would cook like, um, she would get like a bunch of hamburger meat and, you know, make that last the week. You know, that would be like spaghetti, um, hamburger gravy, um, mm. tacos. Yeah. My favorite thing that I make now is a hamburger, is a vegan hamburger gravy. That's my favorite recipe that I've, yeah. How do you make that? It's, um, uh, lentils and, uh, walnuts and a lot of mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a bunch of like, there's tomato paste, um, nutritional yeast, um, uh, soy sauce, or I use coconut aminos instead of soy sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, vegetable broth, um, flour. Mm-hmm. What else? Onions. Um,
0: yeah. And does it? Do you think that you enjoy that because it reminds you of childhood and like? Yes, the dish yeah. that you make growing up. Yeah,
1: and it's also just like a really good recipe. Like it tastes really good.
0: It's funny how that works because my mom, when I was growing up, used to buy me these rainbow cookies, like red, yellow, and green, or red, white, and green cookies that you see in the bakeries, like like the like, Italian. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those.
0: I love those too, but I never realized that like their flavor is almond paste. So I didn't realize like that's how mm. you make them. And so anytime I have a dessert that has like almond paste in it, and it yeah. doesn't have to be that. I just it's like this pure nostalgic feeling of like oh. like I'm like marzipan. Yeah, not marzipan because almond paste is a little different texturally, but like there's okay. a- almond cake that I, I make a lot. Maybe I made it for you once long ago, um, mm-hmm. but it's almond paste, sour cream, egg yolks. And, and, and to me, it just tastes like a rainbow cookie and it's delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's funny. So as, in terms of your food journey, so you grew up eating a lot of like Hamburger Helper and, and yeah. ramen. And now you're in this place where you're eating a lot of like lentils and smoothies. So yeah, did, did you go through other phases or was it a pure progression from A to B?
1: Um uh it was it was just like A to B. Yeah. Like I my I haven't like
0: um evolved much since
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm yeah. So in terms of like being a vegan, I'm I'm curious about the part of you that's a people pleaser because being a vegan, of course, like going to people's homes, because you talked Mm -hmm. about traveling like in Europe and stuff is one thing, but like being invited to someone's house for dinner. I mean, do you make a point of saying I'm vegan? Oh, yeah. Always
1: like way before, you know, because no one wants to like. No one wants to host a dinner and then find out like someone was like quietly a vegan, but didn't tell you. Right. Not, you know, like, I, I yeah, people want to like help or they want to be like, well, eat before you come and just come for drinks afterwards. Or, right. You know,
0: but yeah. have you found yourself in a situation where you're, you must eat or like someone presents you with something that you can't eat?
1: No, no. Oh, that's good. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or uh, maybe, maybe I mean, I guess if that, if and when that happens, I just eat afterwards, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. So in terms of the pandemic of it all, like before um, quarantine and having to be home all the time, were you eating out a lot or did you mostly stay in anyway?
1: I always ordered in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't really, yeah.
0: Do you remember you and I once went to a fried chicken restaurant in Brooklyn called Pies and Thighs? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That yeah. was before you were vegan, but. That was way before I was, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was or a guilt no, trip. But yeah, yeah, like, there's all old... ties and
0: ties. Yeah, so do you, is, I guess I was going to ask, like, are there foods that you miss from your non-vegan days? The only
1: foods that I miss, there's not really foods I miss. I miss like not, I uh, like, I miss uh, not having to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss being able to just like see something and be like, oh, I want that. I'll, I mean, I'll eat that. I mean, I could still do that. But um, <laughs> the only food that I miss is maybe like eggs. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Why vegan and not vegetarian? Uh, I'm afraid of dairy. Afraid of?
1: Yeah. Afraid what, are,
0: of what, what are you afraid of?
1: Um, hormones. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I get the sense this goes back to the witchiness of it all yeah. and like the powders and the protein stuff. There's almost like a superstition yes. ar- around yeah. the food that you're eating and what it's doing to your yeah. body. And, and even when you talked about the pr- powders and what they were doing for you and this does this and this does that, it's like, I guess I'm curious about the relationship you have to your body. Like, are mm-hmm. you somebody that's very mindful of how food and Different substances, I suppose, like make your body feel. Are you very connected to your body in that way?
1: No, not at all. But <laughs> I am um, I mean, only recently in the last few weeks since going off like or wanting and trying to go off proton pump inhibitors for my acid reflux, mm-hmm. like I really um have had to pay attention to like what certain foods do and like when like mm-hmm. My, I love, my favorite thing to do is to eat right before bed and to go to <laughs> like bed extremely full. Yeah, you can't do and that. And then, yeah, you can't do that. No, It'll just, uh, you'll wake up with like bile in your throat in the middle of the night. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But so now I'm sort of having to pay attention for that, for those reasons.
0: Do you yeah. exercise? Yeah. Yeah. What's what's your how do you I mean? Do you work out a lot? I mean, like, what's your routine? I, I go
1: to the gym, um, I three times a week. Okay. Um. Yeah. I see a trainer. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, you're yeah. you're living the high life. I am. I am. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna have kids. Oh. So I can spend all that money. On myself. Oh, sorry.
0: I was trying to like think of the connection, but now oh, the connection sense. is yeah. money, yeah. money, yeah. money. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but okay. So like with these protein powders, these things, and then going to the gym three times a week with the trainer. So there is like some mm-hmm. kind of like conscientiousness about wanting to stay fit or is it more just about just being healthy?
1: It's more of a superstition. I, I, yeah. I think superstitious is the best word. Like I'm superstitious about, um, not being healthy. <laughs>
0: Right so do you, is there a fear of death?
1: Yes. Yeah, I don't want to die.
0: Yeah. But is it do you feel like you feel That's that it. but do you feel that more you think than the average person? Like are you more afraid of dying than because it seems like the superstitiousness of like longevity or these things like being connected to like healthfulness. Yeah. Feels like it's on your mind in a way that might not be true of people who are like me who are eating like cake for breakfast and pizza mm-hmm. for lunch and you know fried chicken for dinner.
1: Yeah, I I guess
0: um, I mean I think about death a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have don't, you, want, have, and I have, don't want to. But have you always been that way? Have you, I mean, were you yes. like Harold and yeah. Harold and Maud, like that kind of kid?
1: Yeah, I would. Um, I remember when I was uh, like in first or second grade. Maybe it was third. It doesn't matter. But I I moved my bed equidistant between my window and the door, the bedroom door, because I was like. That way, if the killer if the killer comes in the window, I have just as much opportunity, you know, the same amount of opportunity to get to the door as if the killer comes in the door, I can get out the window.
0: Oh, my God. No wonder you have acid reflux. That's yeah, that's that's very stressful.
1: Yeah, I've had acid reflux since I was 12.
0: Yeah, I think it's anxiety related. Personally. Yeah, I'm not a real doctor. I should confess here. But yeah, just just hearing you talk about that story alone yeah Um, yeah it makes me wonder uh so even i mean
1: i'm in therapy um yeah
0: i mean this this is probably better than Uh, this is yeah Yeah. a thousand percent yeah good i'm glad that's a blurb i'm gonna use that i hope you don't mind great um but i was gonna ask with the like that specific anxiety of someone breaking into your apartment or home do you still Mm -hmm. feel that today like do you get anxious about like a noise in the hallway or like rattling in the alleyway or something yeah
1: um yeah. Well, I guess now it's more um, insidious. It's like, oh, I didn't like, like uh, I recently got a candle in a gift basket uh-huh. um, and I put it in my bathroom and I had it, uh, you know, I lit it. And I was, I, I remember I was almost asleep. And then I woke up thinking like, I never checked if that was like a, a soy candle. I'm what if I'm breathing in smoke? Like terrible, terrible toxins and fumes. Like, mm. yeah.
0: Yeah. So everything so is like that. Everything is potentially hazardous and potentially yes. like death causing,
1: but only if I'm in the mood to look for it.
0: So, do you, do you drink coffee? Like, do you drink things yes. like that? Like, okay. and does that, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, sh- I ideally, I would not drink coffee, but right. Because it has
0: carcinogens yeah. or like whatever the things yeah. are. So, yeah. so there are limits to like the way that superstition will impact what you put into your body, right? Right. Like, uh, I mean, coffee is
1: different because I know that I I want it to be out of my life, um, and that I that I think it's bad for me. But there are other things that I I like. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like like or or I I somehow rationalize. Like what? Um, um like living in New York. <laughs> um yeah. But what about I like guess.
0: About, I guess I was wondering like, like a cupcake or like a cookie or like a like chocolate bar or like well, M&Ms.
1: Sugar is pretty bad for my reflux. Oh wow. Unfortunately. So, you, so no no dessert. <sighs> I dessert is my favorite thing sweets uh, like I-, I could eat sweet like uh, if-, if i had my way if i wasn't afraid of anything i would eat um uh you know pastries and and sweets all day have a you know a, a little savory dinner and then more dessert mm-hmm. like i i'm someone who likes to have dessert after every meal but um i stopped eating Sugar, like refined sugar, um, and it has really improved my acid reflux.
0: oh wow, it all comes back to acid reflux. But maybe if you went on Lexapro, you could eat all these. I, well, I was on
1: Lexapro. Oh, you were in okay. high school. Yeah, oh. I it mean, didn't for work m- out.
0: Oh, it just didn't it didn't take. For it you. didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh it was funny when you were describing, like being afraid, there's an alley behind our apartment. And whenever we park the car at night and we get out of the car and like, we're just walking to our door. I, before I was on Lexapro, I was convinced like we were about to, somebody was going to jump out of the bushes and stab us yeah. to death. Like that was the overall feeling. Like I just felt that yeah. way. And that was the thing that made me realize that I, I just had deep seated anxiety was when I went on Lexapro and we parked the yeah. car. I didn't feel that way at all. I may as well have been like in like the Wizard of Oz. I was just like happy. Wow. Like, yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah. this is a nice little alleyway. Like, yeah, look at the yeah. bougainvillea. Like, I yeah. just didn't like feel that. So I, that just taught me um, that this like baseline anxiety was just like within me. Um, yeah. But I was curious with some of the stuff you were saying. And by the way, you've been in a great sport this whole time. I'm really like putting you on the table and like flaying you open here. So thank it's, you.
1: It, it's Fine. I, I'm sorry. I'm so um, boring, but it's you know it's not fun to talk about neurosis. I mean, it's not funny. No, I don't you think know. you're boring. I think
0: it's interesting. Oh, stop. Thanks. I mean, it's a little boring, but no. Yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I was gonna say like the um. What was I just about to say? Something about what were we just talking about? Oh, fears, safety, sweets. sweets. Oh, discipline. That's what I was gonna ask you about self-discipline because mm-hmm. there's a lot that you're giving up here. Like you're giving up your favorite thing is sweet. So like you're giving up Mm -hmm. sugar, you're giving up like eating right before bed, you're giving up, you know? And so are you as disciplined in other areas of your life too? It's, it's really like,
1: um, it doesn't feel like, um, discipline yet. It's really like, uh, now that I I've noticed it, I can't unnotice it. Mm -hmm. And so like, um, a couple nights ago, I had a big thing of nachos before bed and I, um, yeah, it, it ruined my sleep. Mm-hmm. I felt tired and gross the next day. And it was just like, well, I don't want to do that again.
0: But even in terms of like, I guess I'm asking like with like your comedy or if you have a show coming up, like, are yeah. you like up at the crack of dawn, like working out jokes and like rehearsing and rehearsing? I mean, is that? Your... It
1: depends on like if I have an a, a project that I'm working on. Like I uh couple weeks ago I started or yeah, a couple weeks ago I started working on this play and so now I'll wake up um I've been waking up at like 5:45. Wow,
0: that's um, so early
1: to go to this workspace. This like um it's not WeWork, but it's it's like a WeWork type mm-hmm. of thing. Um a co-working space. Um And, um, yeah, it's all, it it really, like, but I I wish I could say, like, yeah, it just makes me feel good to have, but it's really to avoid the, like, before that, for, like, a few months, I was waking up at 11, Mm -hmm. um, and then feeling horrible for not, like, I would wake up at 11 and be like, oh, it's too late for me to start anything, this day's ruined, like, yeah. Yeah. So, so,
0: well, it makes me yeah. think of like things going out the window, like that idea that like, yeah. I'm, I'm a vegan until I'm not or like, um, yeah, I watch it. So it's like, sometimes you're very disciplined, but sometimes it's just like impulse takes over. And
1: yes, yeah. And so I, um in order to um, curb the, um, the negative um, uh, effects of um, my brain, being alive, uh-huh. um, I have to, you know, I have to like wake up early and set some time aside and like set some mini goals. Um, mm-hmm. And so if I meet those, then I'm, you know, I'm done by 11 a.m. and okay. then I have the rest of my day.
0: So what do you do with the rest of your day? I go to the gym
1: three times a week. Um, I uh, call friends. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I uh, do chores uh-huh i volunteer just really kidding. i don't uh, no, no, you no, don't do no. that
0: yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah
1: i do um, know what i do with my days
0: do you watch like a lot of tv or are you mostly out in the world
1: neither oh then
0: where are you neither. i don't know <laughs> i really don't know you're just in some on another... my phone yeah oh, okay a lot of us Baby. are on our phone yeah 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 um Wow. I was curious, like, about, I was just thinking about you saying this is boring because, like, neuroses aren't fun or funny, but, like, aren't neuroses funny? Like, aren't so many comedians, like, don't they mostly talk about their neuroses? Like, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's
1: not not me, but, like, uh, but, yeah, that's not where my um, uh, interests lie in my own neuroses. Uh
0: Uh-huh. You you don't find your own neuroses funny.
1: Amusing. No. Right, it's just. I like, think they're annoying. Yeah.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. It's opposite. I mean, I'm Jewish, so it feels like my neuroses are a defining characteristic of me, and sure. that's sort of part of like my heritage in a way. Sure. Uh, sure. But I guess like coming from like Oregon, a Lutheran what,
1: background. Yeah, yeah, Lutheran.
0: It's like it's shameful to have neuroses.
1: Right. Right. It's just um, it's just something I have to deal with. Hmm you know, okay. well, quiet I mean, battle.
0: Yeah. Well, it was kind yeah. of you to like share them with us. because Oh, like... of
1: course. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we're nearing the end. We're not quite there yet. We're almost okay. at the end. So yeah, you're off the hook soon. But um, every podcast begins with what did you have for lunch? And it ends with what will you be having for dinner this evening?
1: I think uh, this evening I'll be seeing my boyfriend. So which usually means like ordering in. It's also like almost 90 degrees today yeah, in wow. New York.
0: It just happens so fast. It goes from it like really, winter yeah, to summer. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so I don't think there will be any burners or ovens turned on mm. right now. Yeah.
0: How long have you been with your boyfriend?
1: Um, It'll be two years in August. Yeah.
0: Okay. I feel like yeah. you buried the lead here. I mean, that would, we could have talked all about that for an hour. No.
1: I mean, there... Again, it's it's boring. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> well, I want to hear though. Like in the relationship, like between the two of you, is one yeah. of you more of the cook? Um. I
1: uh, I I think he's a better cook than I am, mm-hmm. but I um tend to cook more often for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. interesting. So he yeah. doesn't he doesn't step up in the same well because he
1: has roommates and so. Often he'll come over here or most times he'll come over here. And so if he's coming over here, uh, it's just easier to like make dinner and have it ready for when Mm -hmm. he gets here, you know?
0: So is he also a vegan? Yes. Yeah. But he wasn't when we met. Oh, wow. That's it. So he became a vegan. Yes. As part of the relationship journey. It was,
1: I, I, um, I, I gave him an ultimatum. Did you really? No no, 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 It's not. Yeah, I yeah. don't care. Yeah.
0: Well, but it's hard to be in a couple where you're eating different yeah. with different rules and stuff. Yeah. So that's, yeah. That's sweet. So do you guys go out to restaurants together and order vegan food together? We
1: um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since we've been to out to a restaurant. Right. Um, but I think the last time we went together was to. ABCV. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Um, that's probably my favorite vegan restaurant in New York. But I haven't been to um, Garden, which is Alicia Silverstone's favorite vegan restaurant.
0: Oh, my God. My main Alicia Silverstone food knowledge is that she chewed up her food and spat it into her children's mouths like a bird. Oh. Did you not know well, that? I didn't know that. That was like a thing on the internet, like, like that she like did an interview where she talked about... Mm-hmm. Chewing her kids food for them and spitting it into their mouths.
1: You know, cave people probably did that. Yeah. Because how else would they have, you know, mashed it up? They they wouldn't have like dirtied a mortar and pestle just to like
0: all right they just some
1: brats you know
0: yeah maybe i should do like a yeah. dinner party like a caveman style dinner party where we all just bring your show, kids make a pesto i'll just put basil on the table oh. and raw <laughs> garlic okay that's gross um, well yeah Cole, we're not at the end yet i'm gonna keep you five more minutes but i want to make sure that we covered all the ground that we could i appreciate covered.
1: you giving me a time count um yeah
0: well i want you to yeah. know like that you know that like we are going to get the full mileage out of sure. your lunch there. Sure. So we covered like healthfulness. We covered superstition. We covered your childhood hamburger helper. We covered your father being a fisherman, very significant mm-hmm. to me in terms of my perception of your therapy. Um, we yeah. covered uh, your boyfriend and your relationship. Is there anything we didn't cover in terms of food? Um, uh...
1: Um, last like sort of last meal type of of scenarios. Like um, um, my like favorite childhood memory of food is is um KFC.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is that what you would really want as your last meal?
1: I think I ate it. Once in my twenties, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't, this isn't how I remembered it." So I don't know if I would want. If I was about to die, I wouldn't want to risk being disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but what so about I'd probably like a good, go with yeah. a
0: good version of that though? Like you can get like pies and thighs version of that.
1: But it's not the same. It's like whatever chemicals were used in the <laughs> late '90s to make that "quote unquote" chicken. Um. Maybe they're like, you know, out of, you know, maybe they were recalled or like whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Who knows? So, so yeah. you're you're about to say like what it would be now though.
1: I think it would be um uh the closest version to that, which is like the um the peace food cafe um uh chicken unchicken strips. Peace
0: food cafe, where's that?
1: There's one in Un- or by Union Square. It's on 11th Street. Mm-hmm. And then there's one on the Upper West Side.
0: Got it. Have yeah. you ever had to do something like in one of the things you've acted in where you have to like eat on camera or like do something with yeah. food? And how yeah. how has that been for you? I mean, have you ever had to do something like where you got like sick of it by like the 10th take?
1: No. I like in Search Party I had to eat. Or I didn't even have to eat, but they put pancakes and, you know, it's like this the joke of like <laughs> Don't eat in one take, because then you'll have to do it in every take. And um, and I was like, well, you know what? I'm gonna come hungry, and I'm I am gonna eat in every take. And um, I did. They made some delicious vegan blueberry pancakes. Mm. Um, I ate them every take, and I had a lovely time.
0: Wow, that's a good strategy. There's no, get, yeah, got a good yeah. meal out of it. Uh, that I was, did. yeah, that performance by the way was fantastic. I mean, oh, thanks. I, I, I that was it was disturbing I mean I think you got to these levels of hilarious right. and upsetting at the same time that thank, um, you. thank but you but did you I'm curious in terms of the character like did that get to you like did, did you stay in character were, were you like that on set or <laughs> I think Um. I think honestly
1: uh, Alia had to do most of the work like to to play someone who's like disturbed but doesn't feel disturbed that's not very difficult you mm-hmm. know like um I just had to say crazy things right. and, and not really like be affected by them so that's right. actually pretty easy whereas like reacting horrified cowering in a corner fearing for your life like that's the harder yeah. work
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think her reaction like spoke to the terror, how terrifying oh, your yeah. character was. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Without
1: her, it wouldn't have been that. It, it, I would have just been like some just like slightly weird person. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: I loved it. I loved watching Thanks. it. Um, well, Cole, thank you so much for doing this lunch therapy session. Of course.
1: Thank you so much. And um, uh, I have health insurance, so I think this should be oh covered.
0: Thank you. Oh yeah, I'll get that yep. after we hang up. Um, okay. and okay. next time you're in LA, I will make you the most delicious um, protein powder smoothie you've ever had.
1: Oh, you're you're too sweet. I would <laughs> much rather you go all out and make some um, delicious vegan dinner. Okay. And really, I'll do that. and really like challenge yourself.
0: Oh, okay. I will. Yeah. I will challenge myself. And so great. Next time you're here, send me a text. Let's I will do it. I will. All right. All right. Thanks, Scroll. Adam. Bye.
1: Bye.